advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. I am so fucking tired you are pretty beat up i am man i'm not i'm it's just not happening <laughs> it's really really tiring tired i'm tired well time to wake up i know nothing's waking me up is scotch always super smoky is that the that's how know. that works did you ask bruce springsteen there's no. always scotch is always smoky it's always smoky they, no no it's, no, no. it's usually no. got a smoke factor to it because they they the usually thing, burn right? the inside of the barrels right. before they use them so then they that's where the smoke ends up i think it's just the type the 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 chivas regal that i like the 18 year it doesn't have a smoky hint at all hmm. and it's scotch it's 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 blended but yeah it's not a single malt but it's good. I just had that Christopher and Haley per cask aisle thing. And it's, uh, if that's how you say it, it's smoky. Singer, smoky as shit. Yeah. yeah. From angels to envy to that. Yeah. yeah it's casket Island. Yeah. I looked it up. Casket online. Island. Yeah. <laughs> Very creepy place. A if you haven't heard of it. A whiskey snob somewhere is yeah. fucking just beating like, their yeah, phone. Yeah. Can't good. stand it. Good. Punch yourself in the face too. No, it's, it's usually a lot of scotches are smoky. I don't know if they're all smoky, but that's, that's usually a, a factor. So I found an article because uh, Mr. Perfect from Australia, that's the guy that has the crying baby in the middle of the night and listens to podcasts, but Brad can't do Sounds that. Sounds like me. He does the podcast, though. <laughs> Just try listening to our podcast, Brad, and see if it helps. No. That's not going to help you? No. He, he sent us an article that's uh, hot sauce home remedies, but I feel like it, they might be trolling it, <laughs> because it says it's good for joint and muscle pain, um, sore throats, headaches, bug bites, congestion. Some of that maybe, but it says to put a few drops of hot sauce in some warm water, 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 fuck, water and gargle it and it may burn a little, but your throat will feel better afterwards. I think that's the fucking trolling. Yeah. If you have a I sore think, throat yeah, and you go put in some triple X and some water and gargle fuck. it, it'll taste good, but it's not going to feel good on your fucking throat. I don't think. It might, it might numb your tonsils. I think a lot of this has to do with capsaicin, but it literally is saying, don't try this at home for the record. I'm reading this <laughs> off some fucking shit on this. <laughs> yeah. It says, you ever, you ever put, you ever put hot sauce in some buckshot and then shot yourself with it? <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it really so- takes away the arthritis. The hot sauce really helps to cure the shotgun wound. It's <laughs> it right away. You feel it. Capsaicin I mean. probably does do something antiseptically, I bet. But um, this one says, if you have an itchy insect bite, considering the bite is not broken or bleeding rub a little hot sauce in it yeah because if it's broken or bleeding it's hurting yeah um headaches apparently capsaicin helps with that and uh joint and muscle pain it literally says that there's capsaicin cream you can buy hmm. that's not really a, that's not really hot sauce though that's just the same ingredient that's in hot sauce that right, made a muscle a hot, cream. right 
All right. Yeah. So for the record, eat Yucateco. Don't rub it on your body. <laughs> I don't believe these people. I don't either. But yeah. Thank rub, you, Mr. Perfect. Rub on your body at your and, own risk. Yeah. yeah. If it's about eating capsules. It's for external use, everybody. Yeah. External use. <laughs> external use. Except only. if you're going to eat it. And yeah. if, you're, if you're 38 or older, it doesn't help for joint or muscle pain, apparently. I'm what? just fucking old. Because I eat, well, it doesn't say that, but I'm speaking from experience because I eat yeah. a fucking ton of hot sauce. Uh, and I always feel like I'm broken. So I'm broken. Yeah. I'm hurting. We also, um, there's a, some guys on Instagram that go by local nomads and they said that they're planning some sort of a El Yucateco post that they're going to make. And, uh, they're <clears throat> sending us a care package from the Grand Canyon. What's hmm. the Yucateco post? They're going to do a challenge or something? I, don't, I have no idea. I don't know what it is, but they hmm. said that they've got it. They've got it planned and it's in the works and that they want, they wanted to get the address because they're sending us. That's kind of scary. No, they're cool. I've, I've been talking to them on Instagram. They're cool. They're cool people. I know that name. I've heard the name. Local nomads. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Yep. I've heard of them. They're a band. They open for Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen and the Chupacabras. Uh, that shit will die at some point. Nope. It'll go away. It's going yeah. on all episode. We got a long time of... On their yeah. freshman album, yep. Zombie Bites. <laughs> yep. That's it. Zombie Bites from Jiu-Jitsu. That's right. The first, the first edition. He didn't bite him during a match, for the record. It was because the kid took a ball away. Yeah. You know. Anyway. Not, not okay, though. Not, yeah, <laughs> and if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to the previous yeah. episode yep. about Chupacabra all the way to the end. And if you haven't, you're a loser. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just calling we, it like it we're is. Rambling. Yeah. What, what are we talking about today? Because I honestly don't know. Today we're talking about uh, missing people. Um, I've had a lot of people request because uh, they, they really enjoyed the episode where we covered specific cases of missing people and they wanted us to talk about more cases of missing people. And then a couple of people have recommended um, some phenomenon that they called the missing 411 um, or 411. I don't know. I read it as 411. 411. 411. And I know specifically Jason Kupsik recommended it. And I think uh, somebody somebody else has as well. Multiple people have recommended. There's been a few people who've kicked off that you need to talk about missing 401 and every time we're like what the fuck is that i was like Like, i have no idea so we just you know we were like pulled the trigger on it none of us had fucking done any we had no idea and we were like fuck it yeah let's do that people seem really into it so the the basic thing is there's a guy named david paulides is that how they say it it was it was enunciated yeah a couple different ways p like Paul, P-A-U-L-I-D-E-S. But David Pilates, who we Pilates. might as well just Pilates. we might as well just get it out of the way and start calling him Pilates because that's what yeah, it's gonna Pilates. Default, yeah. That's yeah. what's gonna be. That's what I'm going anyways. to. I'm defaulting so to Pilates. We'll just we're yeah. just gonna default it to Pilates, even though I know that's Davi, not how it's, it's pronounced. It's Davidad Pilates. Davidad Pilates. Yeah. Um but uh he apparently from what I read, there's actually closer to fourteen hundred cases of missing people. And he started out looking at missing people cases in national forests and in national parks. Yeah. Off of a tip from a ranger, basically. Yeah. yeah he he's was, an ex-police officer and he was talking to a ranger and the ranger said like, kind of like, hey, this is something like you, you might want to look into and like brought it up. And then he just ran with it. Yeah, he did. This guy's like obsessed, like lives for it. And he was a cop for quite a while. He was a cop 
he started on the police force in uh, Fremont in 1977. Uh, he went to San Jose and uh, worked for the SWAT team, and he was there for quite a while. And then he uh, got out of law enforcement and started working for um, – he started doing in-depth background checks for for the tech industry. They basically, if they were going to hire somebody high up, they had him do like a full investigation. Now, he to seems make sure. really yeah. intelligent. He yeah. doesn't seem like a wackadoo. Yeah. No, he doesn't seem like a wackadoo at all. Although uh, when he I did, did leave law enforcement for insanity purposes, but it was temporary. Yeah, <laughs> temporary. Temporary. Yeah. But the th- I mean, and the weird thing, and I kept seeing like, once you start looking into the missing four one one, it's inevitable that you're going to start bumping into Bigfoot. Yes. And I was like, I, I Very it, took me, it took me a long time. And I was like, why the fuck is everybody tying this to Bigfoot? But then yeah. when I looked into it and it kind it made me question his authenticity a little bit is because before he started researching this, he had written books and was researching Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. So he was a Bigfoot researcher. I did see someone that from like some people that had to do with like a weather survey that showed amounts of rainfall put a map that correlated Bigfoot sightings to the amounts of rainfall yeah, in I areas of the United too. States, which obviously like if there's more rain, there's more <laughs> trees in that area. If there's more trees, yeah. it's going to be that type of habitat. But then they took the rainfall map that they overlaid with the Bigfoot sighting map and they overlaid that to the missing 411 clusters that David Pilates, we mm-hmm. know we're saying that wrong for the right. record. Yeah, go back. But anyways, David Pilates and they, it really coincides, but obviously you're not going to get lost necessarily in the middle of the desert, really, so much as you would in the middle of mountainous, like woody terrain, right. where obviously rainfall is higher. So, you know, everyone who drinks water dies. Right. Water is not poison. I just, right. I just don't understand. I mean, we talked about this in our Bigfoot episode. Like, we know how to catch Bigfoot now. It's, it's a simple. Uh, he likes jerky. He likes jerky. Right. Like, That's we right. know how to we catch him, like, and nobody's this. caught him yet. And obviously, I didn't read his fucking Bigfoot book, but from what I read of reviews of it from people, they said that, it, like, people have said that the book was the most legitimate, thorough book on Bigfoot that had been written. And they said it was very logical and scientific. And they said that it was like a benchmark for what people need to do if they're doing cryptozoological studies, because he did the investigation exactly like you should do the investigation. He got people, he got people to sign affidavits like before they would like legal fucking affidavits so that if they, if their story ended up being bullshit, they could be held accountable like by law. Like he did a bunch of stuff that people just don't do. And apparently he dug deep so he was a thorough researcher three years and seven thousand hours is yeah they went into the book so yeah on that's the, pretty solid yeah um but while he was doing that research he was in a national park and some park rangers came up to him and they had heard of the work he was doing and the research he was doing I, i'm assuming for the bigfoot scenario but they i guess they followed him which is kind of creepy they followed him to his hotel room and knocked on his door that sounds horribly yeah. creepy <laughs> like <laughs> but a, a park ranger knocked on his door and said hey i know you're in you know you investigate things but have you investigated the missing people in the parks and i guess this park ranger tells him um uh you know, myself and park rangers from all sorts of parks, when we talk, we always talk about how many people go missing in the parks and how nothing ever comes of it. And they said, and there's weird circumstances surrounding a lot of the missing cases. They're very similar. And he was like, it doesn't matter where in the States, if you talk to other park rangers, they have similar creepy missing people stories in the parks. And he Which started, I, I fight myself for that. Cause I'm like, yeah, cause it's the woods and it's people, right, exactly. it's the same variable in exactly. the same environment. Yeah. 
environment. They're so idiots. the same thing's gonna happen. They right. walk off. Beavers and... never met from one side to the other, but they build their dams just the same. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the argument. Like beavers build dams. People go missing yeah. just the same. Right. But then yeah, as they go deeper, like it's But like, yeah, oh, as you go fuck? deeper, you start to see some very weird patterns. And as you go deeper, you start to the the thing that really attracted him to it, if you hear him tell it, and by the way, the if you if you look at this, it's you're going to like say, oh, I, I kind of want to hear what David Pauly says about this. And I'm going to fucking hit some YouTube and go to some interviews. Well, good luck, because they're all like fucking three hours long. Yeah. Like every interview with them is at least two hours and, they all and 30 end in minutes. Bigfoot. And they all end in Bigfoot. Yeah, it's a bit dry. Yeah. But um, but the thing that he found interesting was the national parks have law enforcement agencies, police agencies, and there's 1,400 missing person cases, but no none of the agencies there's no have a list. Yeah, there's, there's no, no open case. There's no list. And that's the thing he says, you know, in law enforcement, he said, if you walk into any small town, any big town and you ask them, can I get a list of current missing person cases? He said, it might take them an hour to photocopy it, but they will eagerly give it to you because these are still active missing yeah. cases and they have a comprehensive list. But he said everywhere he, he called and went to, he couldn't find anything. Um, he even, uh, he filed a freedom of information acts to find out how many people are missing in the parks in case it was classified. Well, he started and, out, yeah, he started out in Yellowstone and then they said they were going to bill him $34,000 to was, get the list. Yosemite in Yellowstone. Yosemite. So, yeah. Is it the same? Uh, no. I don't think so. Yosemite, no. yeah. I think, it was, then they I think said, it was Jellystone. Jellystone? Yeah. And then that's where the Flintstone lives. That's where the Flintstones live. And then um, it was uh, $1.5 million for all the parks. Right. Which makes it insane. Like, were they just being assholes? Because first they said, yeah. we, ha we have no list. No right. such yeah. list exists. But then they said, okay, we'll give you the list for Yosemite. It's 34 grand. And then they said, Because they yeah. have to compile it. No, they have. I was thinking they have a list. They just, how how shitty would it be for the park that, that information gets out that thousands of people go missing? Right. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, hey, if you go to uh, Yosemite, like there's a percentage that you could go missing. And just that was randomly. Right. You I'm know, just confused like where they come up with those numbers where like, we don't track that data, but we could for $1.4 million. Right. Yeah. Like that's weird. No, that, that is weird. Yeah. And even when he filed the Freedom of Information Act, he said that shortly thereafter, he got called by a lawyer from the National Park Service to ask him why he was searching to which it's like, don't fucking worry about it. I filed a Freedom of Information Act. I yeah. have to tell you a fucking thing. And um, he was told, the lawyer said, we don't, you know, the park, the National Park Service doesn't keep a list of people who are missing in the parks. How do you not keep a list? And then what the lawyer said, according to David Polites, the, the quote the lawyer said was, quote, we rely on the institutional memories of our staff. What? <laughs> So they just they're relying on every like all the park rangers are just going to remember who all went missing in all the parks. That doesn't seem that's in spite of the fact they're going to retire or die or nobody to another. Park. Nobody wrote down literally when somebody's yeah. kid went missing. Yeah. Nobody wrote yeah. down the kid's name right. and put it into a file. Right. That they you went know. missing on this date. I don't get it. That, and, and, and the thing is, it's usually like if it's in some obscure park in the middle of fucking nowhere, they are the law enforcement. There yeah. isn't necessarily a lot of these. Jurisdiction. State, it's yeah, their, their jurisdiction. State, yeah. yeah. It's it's not like there's necessarily. I mean, a lot of cases, there is going to be a sheriff department that overlaps. But in a lot of the cases, they are the only law enforcement agency that is looking into it. And they remember don't that have kind of stuff list. happens where it's like FBI didn't have the list of Sandy Hook or whatever, because they're like, oh, we don't track that because of this. 
Right. You know, and that that's weird, you know? Yeah, I, that is weird. I don't know. I don't get it. But that that's what I mean, you can't track it. everything, but you would think that they would have a list of, hey, 34 people went missing I, this year. I bet they know how many the fucking, they probably have a list of how many bears are there. Right. Boys, you know, and like, the last yeah. bear sighting and yeah. bobcat sighting and fucking mountain lion sighting is posted. Right. But it, it's one of those things that, um, like, I go camping at Lake Lopez a lot. And um, there's, I've, I saw a mountain lion there with my sister taking one of them to the bathroom, and it was in the fucking nighttime, and there was a fucking giant mountain lion standing by the fucking bathrooms. I went and told them, hey, I just saw a mountain lion, blah, 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 blah. Well, the next day I go look at the last, you know, most recent mountain lion sighting. It's not posted. They didn't, they're not going to tell anybody. Right. <laughs> so they wait a fucking month and be like, oh, last month oh, there was a sighting. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, right. The, yeah. So, I mean, they, they, it's kind of a weird thing, you know, like. And that was, I mean, and, and his theory was that the, that the law enforcement agencies, you know, might just be kind of a cover your ass situation. And it's like, they don't, they don't want to reveal their own ineptitude, perhaps. Like right. if we don't have a comprehensive list, it's like, oh fuck, we probably should have. I'm That's probably working call. on it now. You know, so it's like, Bro, you know, had the the, list. He, he thinks that might be a part of it. But again, the weird thing is he was contacting the National Park Service in general and he was contacting individual parks. Like, as you would think that like this particular national park, if like, again, the 34 people went missing in this park, you would yeah. think the people at that park would have a list of these are the people who died in our fucking park. But well, they we don't. know how many people died in the Kern River. A there's a sign for right. that. Yeah. You know? They yeah. track that. Stuff. Yeah, there's a yeah. list. So what he started to find as he looked into it was that there, and I saw two different numbers. One said 28, one said 30. Um, but there are clusters throughout the United States where it's denser, where more people go missing. And then when he started looking into those clusters, he started to see some patterns emerge of some of these missing people. Um, and oddly enough, he said that the highest percentage was in Pennsylvania. Did you guys see that? Very woody there. That's strange. I think it's the Amish. <laughs> and just recruited them because it is little kids. Yeah, Amish Bigfoot. Yeah. Amish, it's Amish Bigfoot. Yeah, I think it's what's happening. They don't even want to have sex anymore. They just steal other kids and raise them. Right. <laughs> Let's put little and hats I, on them. I will say in Make advance, furniture. We we there were uh, definite grumblings this morning because researching this topic proved more difficult than any of us thought was going to happen. Because you can't, it's really hard to find shit. Like yeah. everything that you find online just says, oh, if you want to know more, then go yeah, fucking the get book. the book. Yeah, get the book. And it's like, it all, all goes like, back to David it Pilates. All, it all goes back to David Pilates and it all goes back to his books. And from everything I've seen on his books, they're, um, they're incredibly thorough. They have their documented missing person reports, like the actual police reports, the actual discovery of the bodies and the cases that they were discovered, you know, notes on the search parameters. Like, I mean, it's very thorough. That's why I'm very, intrigued by this is even like he's got a handful of cases that are posted on his website and you see the actual missing person reports, the actual like, like an itemized list that the sheriff's department made of things that were found in this guy's tent, like the whole, like he's gone through, he spent, like you said, thousands of hours going through all these missing person reports and he's just compiling the data and telling you the things that he saw as patterns that are emerging and the patterns get kind of weird. But again, it's hard. And the other thing that was fucking weird is I was like, okay, I'm researching Searching this, I keep everything keeps saying go buy the book, and there's five books now total. 
And the, the first one was for the Western United States and Canada. And I was like, that's where I live. I'll buy that one. I was like, I'm just going to get it on my Kindle. I'll, I'll start reading it right away and I'll have it, you know, I'll, I'm not going to read the whole book in time for the show, but I'll, you know, I'll get to read some specific cases. Nope. Like fucking not on the Kindle and you go to buy it anywhere and it's like $67. The national parks bought 1000 copies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I put them out like, of business. So yeah. I was like, okay, let me look at the other ones. Like it's obviously out of print, which is why it's so expensive. So you're having to buy a used copy from somewhere. So then I was like, well, maybe the newest one isn't out of print. Nope. It's out of print. The cheapest one was 50 bucks. Yeah. So it's like, it, it, it was hard to get information on it. I still found some and you get some examples, other people that wrote reviews of the book and talk about it. And a lot of it has to come from interviews with him, but it's some, it's some pretty crazy shit. Um, I got to quit drinking whiskey. It makes me tired. I, four shots of espresso, two shots of whiskey, two shots outweighs four shots. <laughs> I, think, sh- I think that's true. Two shots yeah. outweighs four shots. This is, I don't know. Something's happening. Yeah, I am fucking, I'm stretching over here and yawning and shit. I don't think, I don't, I don't think it was two shots though. I don't know. Didn't I, you say your last pour was really heavy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first shot. That, okay. okay. See, it's three it's shots cum- still. Even though you give it a three. Okay. Yeah. It's close. Yeah. So, some of the point, like, let's go over what he calls the profile points, right? Like, because this is where it starts to get really fucking weird. And we'll go over some of the specific cases, I'm sure, uh, before we're done today. But the when you see the things, the the patterns and the data that emerged, um, it gets fucking weird. Like, what did you guys find that he was saying was was regular instances? A lot of it is that the, the amount of time in which someone disappears for one. There's always some strange thing that happens with their clothing. If anything is ever found. Yeah. It's really weird. It's and like, they are found like like little kids that are like age two or three. Like their parents turn around for a second and they're gone. And then they're found days later, miles away. Yeah. If like, they're found like alive, some they're crazy like thing, at yeah. an elevated position up a steep incline. Where like something like that you wouldn't climb. The adults yeah. had right. to climb it. And they were like, geez, that was like hand over foot, like straight up climbing a ladder up to this thing. How would this kid possibly be here? Yeah. And that's like you're talking about like he's saying that there's regular instances where it's thousands of feet of elevation have been climbed. Yeah. Or it's several miles, like miles and miles and miles. And he's talking about like a two year old kid. It's human nature that you would not take the path of most resistance. You're not going to climb uphill. Sometimes it was in snow. Like there's really weird stuff. There was a little girl in her front yard where her grandpa, like she was visiting her grandpa, little girl in her front yard with two dogs. And he goes in to pee, comes back out. Both the dogs are gone and the girl's gone. This is a real documented case from not that long ago, like 2013. Her name's Amber Rose or something. And then they found her in the middle of the road. If the dogs were ever found, I don't know. They didn't address it, but they found her in the middle of the road, like miles away, just standing in the middle of the street. And she had been out overnight and it was like 30 degrees in the middle of the night. Hmm. Yeah, there's yeah, just like, it does. No, it's like a toddler. It's you, you, I don't, you would almost die from like, she's not crying, not fussing, just standing there. And then the problem is they're two or three years old. They I can't, can't explain yeah. other than a couple weird stories. You can see the one where she was like the wolf ate my hat. No, Mm-mm. super creepy. Like some hunters said they saw a like dog like creature of some sort that seemed like at times it was upright, almost like what they described sound like lichen, wolfman, werewolf kind of chupacabra. Thing. Yeah, and they didn't know there was a missing girl. So there was like a separate report of these hunters seeing this wolf-like thing. Then this girl goes missing, and when they finally find her, she said, they said, why didn't you cry? We were right here. Why weren't you crying out? And she said, um, he wouldn't let me. 
And they said, who? She said, like, the dog, the dog man or something like that. It's fucking scary. No, there's weird shit. They no, said, where's some, her some hat? Of, she said that the dog man ate it in front of me and that he fed her berries with his paw. Hmm. Like, I mean, kids have crazy imaginations, but that's fucking That sounds like scary. a guy wearing a wolf hat. Well, no, but here's the thing. And again, this, this is why he's tripping. And this is why everyone says this book is pretty fucking mind blowing because there was another case that I read about online where a kid went missing again, a really young kid. And again, it was like cold out, treacherous terrain, et cetera. And the, even the people who were conducting the search were like, this kid isn't going to fucking survive. There's a storm that came right. in, et cetera. And when they asked what happened, cause this was another one of the cases where fortunately they found the kid they asked this kid like you know where did you go like what happened and the kid said that he got lost and the nice bear fed him berries and cuddled with him all night to keep him warm and then let him go in the morning when the searchers found him fucking the weird. fuck are you talking about so there's like again this weird thing like berries are on the weird data points that come up a lot yeah. of people are fed berries or are looking for berries or whatever there was another case where a kid uh got and again you have to take in the kids imaginations or whatever but there was one well, where do you, do you don't you go like if your body's in a state of shock, you could, you know what I mean? You could fabricate things. You know, oh, absolutely. You ate berries. You thought there was a bear there. It was a bush and a rock, you know. Or you fucking ate some berries and they made you hallucinate. Yeah, you ate bear. some funny yeah. berries. Yeah. yeah. Could, you ate the funny that berries. That definitely be yeah. part of it. But again, the, the berries that show up in the data point are also a lot of people who go missing are actually out picking berries in right. the national parks. And then they go missing. And that even, that kind of gets, because he starts berries. to do red flags on like things that keep coming up. Right. You know, in, yeah. in his data berries. points. But berries are one of them so don't eat berries um but the thing like a lot of like i i kind of made it like as i kept seeing the things i made like a a a list of the profile points so it's usually people disappear while they're very near or being observed by others there was actually an article like i think it might have been in the guardian and it was even titled don't be the last in line right because that's what happened like it's always the last person in line. well black people always go missing first too yeah that's true or if you wear a red red star trek uniform (laughs) right yeah Yeah. the red shirts but apparently or it'll be like if there's two groups, like a group of 10 people and then like a hundred yards back, there's a group of 10 people and one person slows down to go to the, uh, you know, to the back group yeah. and then they just vanish on that trail. And it's between like, the other like, ones, bet- yeah. like right near people, right? Like next to people. Yeah. Kids often, walk off. They're going to get a ball down the road right. or something. They win. They walk off and they're gone. And they're just gone. Yeah. And then again, they, they either never find him or they find him miles and miles away. And it's just very yeah. fucking strange. Um, the, Usually when people are found, whether they're alive or whether they're dead, and again, this he said this was a strange thing, and this is what law enforcement and the rangers were like, this is what doesn't – this was one of the points that made the rangers freak out was that they have the way that they do searches to find people, yeah. and they'll get hundreds or a thousand people and a helicopter with fucking FLIR and fucking infrared and all kinds of shit like looking for people, and they'll search an area. They'll search an area 10 times or 20 times yeah. looking for this person. Person. They they extend as far out as someone could have physically gone and say the person isn't here. Yeah. And then someone not a part of the search committee comes across the body or the person in the woods where it's already been searched 10 times yeah. and the helicopter already looked. And it's like they just fucking appeared there. Yeah, there was one there was one specific case where they had upwards of 800 men uh, scouring a mountainside mm-hmm. and then they found the person like days later in a spot that they already 
searched. searched. Yeah, they right. said that's the two scenarios. Either they're found in some super inaccessible, obscure location where, like, what the fuck? They covered this distance in this amount of time at this altitude, or we already looked there. They're sitting in the middle of a fucking field. Yeah. Out right. in the open. Yeah. It's right. one of the two. Yeah. 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 And then their clothes are found folded or like shed off of them. Like in a yeah, weird. They'll, they'll find. They take their fucking clothes off. They Even take their clothes off. Weather. Like usually their shoes come off. Yeah. And they'll take their clothes off. Um, the. I think when their clothes are off, they're always not found though. I don't think they found anybody. No, when the clothes are off, they're usually not found, but sometimes the clothes are found folded or like some of the park rangers describe, you'll just find the pants as if you like, like yeah, they said the person melted, like the pants pants, are just like flopped down on the ground in their shoes, like in a stack. Right. Just like sitting. Not how you would, if you were to take your clothes off, that's not how I'm just going to start taking, I'm going to go to the Goodwill and start leaving clothing piles and weird stacks in the the forest. That'd be funny. Like shoes, socks pants shirt and a hat yeah. just like <laughs> just like it just melted down yeah just straight drop yeah. socks tucked into the yeah. shoes yeah. yeah that um, would be awesome i wonder if, i'm gonna wonder need if you to cut that audio back out of the box yeah. yeah. so we can no do problem. It. got it um they all they almost always involve bloodhounds that don't find a scent yeah the so they stop and refuse to search yeah they get they get the bloodhounds and the bloodhounds just will they they just won't search which they do they love to do they're trained to do but in a lot of these cases Cases, the bloodhounds just sit down and don't want to sniff, don't want to search, don't want to look. They That's take strange. cadaver dogs. Yeah. They cadaver take cadaver dogs. Because yeah. a cadaver will give off a scent for miles that a cadaver dog will pick up on. And that's usually how they'll find the dead bodies like yeah. park rangers will. But nothing. Like within the entire search parameter of where they could have possibly gone, they don't pick them up with. And the dogs act weird. There's always weird. Like dogs go missing or dogs act weird. Or like even I read another one where there was a kid again. The mom was inside. The kid was outside of a cabin playing and uh she was she was at one window of the building and then walked to the other other side of the building and the kid was running around with the dogs playing and by the time she got to the other side of the building the dogs ran by and then went and sat on the porch and then she went outside and her daughter was just missing had vanished they never found her and the dogs were just acting weird and sitting on the porch and it's just like weird tremors, weird, it's, it's tremors. fucking weird, yeah, right? Worms. Um, so often dogs, um, statistically, he said that a lot of times weird weather kicks up after the disappearances. Um, and it's not like the, it's not like the weather happened and that's why they disappeared. Yeah. Like they disappear it's and after. then bad weather comes in. Um, and a lot of the times the survivors, whether it's kids or adults, they have very foggy memories of what happened. A lot of the people who are found honestly can't even say where they were or what they were doing. They just have like very vague memories of, no, I was on the trail. Their butts and I always fell sore. Behind. Their butts but always sore. Always <laughs> yeah, sore. Yeah. Um, a lot and a lot of times it, it involves water. A lot of times the dead bodies that are found are dehydrated, but a lot of times the bodies are like they like the autopsies reveal they died from dehydration, but a lot of the bodies still have water with them or they're like dehydrated right next to a lake where they died. Yeah, I also saw just, one where they said or, the corner, like someone was missing for seven days, but they pulled their body out of a lake and they're like, I know they've been gone for seven days. They've only been in the lake for two days though. Right. And a lot of, and another data point that came up was a lot of them have some sort of a disability, be it a physical disability, a mental disability, or just an illness. Like a lot of them are, are sick. 
That makes sense. Like, oh, well, you're physically no, that disabled. You get lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to yeah, throw it's, you it's, into the data cluster. Yeah, it's just know. nature yeah. you know, purging itself. I predict at the end of this, Brad says, don't be a retarder. You get lost in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to. But, but now, good. now, I now I'm the asshole, happen. right? Yeah, that's yep. right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't right. never have no, said You just that. cut him off. <laughs> horrible. Um, it's horrible. It's not funny to make fun of people's disabilities. Sorry. And the other thing is like David Polides, when he talks about like when people do go missing, like the last like it'll like if it's at night or it's dark or it's thick woods like the people will say weird things right before they go missing mm -hmm. like he said that it's very common that they'll they'll be talking to somebody like, and all of what a am sudden, i bruce springsteen right. <laughs> i <laughs> no, need a banana <laughs> all of a sudden they'll say something like oh my god where are you like the person who goes missing will have said this right and then the other people turn around and it's like they're what, gone what and they're just fucking gone or they'll say like how come i can't see you or they say these weird fucking things and it's like the last thing people somebody's hear talking these people to them. say they're phasing in and out fucking of our weird. reality yeah. like yeah. fucking weird and again like this is all just the data points that that he pulls together and it's very fucking strange like those are st like the first instinct when you're lost in the woods in a fucking national park in alaska isn't like fuck i think i'm lost i better take my clothes off no <laughs> like what like <laughs> Like, I well, for you, <laughs> freedom. Yeah, that's exactly the first thing I do. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> finally. Yeah, I can rub around in that briar yeah. patch. I'm going to pretend to be Bigfoot. Take my clothes off. <laughs> David Trickham. <laughs> Did you guys see Dennis Martin? No, I don't that's think so. I don't know. Am I still messing with your data points? No, no, no. Those, no. those were my data points. So like one of the earliest and most well-known spoken about stories is like the Dennis Martin one. It's from 1969. Um, and he was actually mentally handicapped. But the, the crazy part about it is that his dad had his eye on him like as he disappeared, like a magic trick. Like it was, it was creepy. So Dennis Martin's six years old. It's uh, June 14th, 1969. And he's with his father, grandfather, uh, older brother, and two cousins. And they're somewhere off the Appalachian trail at some park called uh, Spence, Par Spence field um, in one of the national parks, the smoky something smoky national park. So, the thing is, they go out to this place at this park that's kind of remote. Like, there's not people around, really. It's sort of a remote. It's a bit of a hike. And they sit down in the field, and the kids start to run around and play in the field. And then along comes another family, which is odd in itself because they're like, that's weird. People. Like, we're seeing people out here. Right. It's kind of a weird place to see people. Yeah, there's never other people yeah. out here. And so, and their name is, this family is the Martin family, okay? And some other people walk up, and they say, hi. I'm blah, 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 Martin. Martin. We're the they, Martins. Kind of weird, fringy, like, I mean, yeah, that, there's more than sure. whatever people in the world named Martin. Yeah, there's coincidences. Yeah. Yeah, but it's in the middle of this weird place, and some other people named Martin show up, which is kind of weird. He's like, you mind if we sit down with you? Can our kids play? Are you sure they didn't say Martian? Martian? Ah. <laughs> so they say they're going to, can we play together? They say, sure. So the kids go to play hide and seek, and dad has his, his eye on. It's a six-year-old boy. Like, he's keeping his eye on him, right? Like, he's not going to let him out of his sight. Right. He, they go to play hide and seek and all the kids run off to hide behind where they're hiding. And he watches uh, Dennis go behind a bush. He sees him like, I can't remember, it's like 60 feet or something in front of him or six, maybe it might be 60 yards, which is a bit, I think it was 60 yards. That's pretty it's, far. It's, yeah. Half it's, you know, okay. Things are getting foggy. Half already. through a football field, but he <laughs> I had my eye right on him. He was 135 yards away no. and he was drunken on acid. No, yeah, 60 <laughs> yards. You can see. And he had a walker, <laughs> you know, halfway across the football field. That's not that crazy. And he sees him go behind a bush, a specific bush in he the forest. Him. That's kind of crazy. No, it's an open field. 
Oh, okay. There's a bush. Yeah. Okay. It's like there's some bushes on the edge. The forest is yeah. outlying this field. And so the kids hide behind trees. Lots of the kids probably do go in the trees and whatnot, but he hides behind a specific bush. He's six years old. Dad's watching him. So he sees him. The one kid starts finding people. Kids start popping out. A few minutes Never go by. Out. The game's over. And he's like, Dennis, he doesn't come out. And so the dad like stands up and beelines it straight to that bush and there's nothing behind the bush. Hmm. He's not there. So his dad goes two miles down the trail looking like where could he have gone, you know, left to right, left to right and comes running back and then they go get help immediately within like an hour. There's a, there's like a hundred people helping look for this kid. Then in a couple hours, there's like a thousand people looking for this kid. And for some reason, the military shows up with a hundred green berets and sets up a separate camp that doesn't communicate or correspond with the main search party in any way. And they conduct their own search for this kid. And he's never to be found. They don't Mm. find him. Apparently the green berets don't find him. Why the fuck did the green berets show up to the fucking search party? But coincidentally, a family called the keys family. I just spoke like I was British. They were called the keys family. Um, I didn't hear Britain at all. No, me neither. They always say, Oh, it's a guy called Brad, a guy called Dave. And so his name was, yeah. Um, so, a family at a nearby, You're being um, racist a few right miles now. away, racist. I can't be racist against white people, can I? Is that, can be that racist against British people. There's yeah. black British people. Like, what am I thinking? What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> I like that you had to jump to defend yourself. <laughs> so I'm only racist really. against okay. Dave. All right. So, um, anyways, another family named the Keys family named. Um, they saw something moving through the trees they went to go see bears or something there mm-hmm. there's supposed to be a good vantage point where they were at to see like bear you know in the yeah. woods they go and then the one of the kids says hey look there's a bear and the dad said no that's not a bear that's a little retarded kid they son said, it looks like more like a man maybe like a, they were like <laughs> wow i was so in my story i didn't hear your offensiveness so and the, the what didn't get reported <laughs> dave is dying right now <laughs> And he doesn't like Cards Against Humanity, but he laughs at retarded jokes so yeah. hard. Look at him. So <laughs> he, he, just, he stopped laughing. That shut now. him up real yeah. quick. No, yeah, you just, now you were offensive. <laughs> yes. yeah. My shoulders shake <laughs> no more. You have gone too far, sir. <laughs> you so bitch. They see what they describe as a, a rough man that the kid just mis- mistook for a bear dodging in and out and hiding behind a tree line, mm-hmm. trying to be like not seen. And the dad said, it looks like it's carrying something on its shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, they left and, and were like, why? We don't know what we saw, but they yeah. also didn't know that like just the over here, yeah. pe- there's a search party for this yeah. kid. So they go home, they, they saw the news or someone had talked, oh, someone's missing. And then they, the dad puts two and two together and says, oh, we saw like a guy carrying, carrying a potato sack. on his shoulder. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they go back and tell authorities or they go, they call to tell authorities an FBI agent contacts them and says, um, they say, yeah, we'll meet you and show you where it was at. We'll be there. And he's like, no, 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 no. Don't go there. And he insists on meeting them 20 miles from the location that it actually occurred, which doesn't make sense at all. If you're investigating and you have zero leads on a missing child, a family spots someone carrying a kid through the forest miles away from where it happened. Would you not want to go where exactly did you Mm -hmm. see this happen? No, 20 miles away. He meets them, discuss it, takes, takes note and nothing comes of it. They don't pursue it as a lead. Because that was an FBI. They're saying it was too far. The kid couldn't have covered that distance. No one could have covered the distance from there to there. And. And they said a couple hikers like, no, you can cover that distance in that amount of time. It was like, it took them 19 hours or something to get to where they needed to get, but nothing ever came of that. And for whatever reason, later that guy, that FBI agent committed suicide. Hmm. So that's my story. What the fuck? Yeah. That's a big, what the fuck? I don't know. 
That, but that's the most prominent missing person's case that they have the most information on starting back from 1969. And the guy watched the kid go behind the bush. It's like, hey, you said the I, dog's I just have, around. I just right. have a, a sneaking suspicion that he didn't sit there and, and eyeball him the whole time. You know, there's people talking. You know what I mean? Like the story became that because he didn't want to seem like yeah. he was neglecting the kid. Yeah, because there was you a know? he went missing between the hours of 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. And I was like, if you just watch him from behind the bush. But I you know, knew exactly. I 1969. Mean, like if someone don't have a watch on, you're looking at the sun, you're fucked. Right. So, you know what I mean? Maybe you are like, oh, I was around lunchtime. I don't know. The sun was up, you know, here. Yeah. That but was back in the day of just fucking watches. Y- but you, you would know. Real I man mean, probably had a watch. And when I would like... Coming up in Michigan, we would play hide and seek in the woods, and you would fucking like it was a it was an all day event. Like I thought about that too. Did. They said within a few minutes, yeah, the kids came out, and I was like, a few minutes? It's a fucking like woods. Like, like I was, I had my fucking hide game was deep. Hmm. Like I would fucking go far and climb up a high ass fucking tree and sit there for hours because I'm gonna fucking win. <laughs> Dude, and, as a, as a grown ass man, like a year ago, my kids want to play hide and seek at my mother in law's house, and I fucking went into the spare bed- bedroom and got in the fucking closet they have like these plastic totes like rubbermaid totes stacked in a closet and clothes hanging above it and you know i'm fucking like five foot eleven fucking 235 pounds i shouldn't fit in this fucking space that i contorted myself to fit right i was like i'm fucking doing this they went outside to count i fucking crawled on top of the rubbermaid tubs and fucking like folded myself in half Marilyn manson style i'll say i was close i could have done it if i had a ribbon taken out but i folded myself into a v behind the fucking like suit jacket and shit on top of the rubbermaid tubs and closed the door i had no less than three fucking people including adults come and open the closet door and go he's not there and close the fucking door <laughs> to the point that i was in there for about 45 minutes and i was fucking dying and we're talking about you know 1200 foot square foot fucking house i'm in a closet and no one ever fucking found me in the fucking closet right. i finally just had to be sweaty and come out like my wife was pissed walking in fucking circles saying that's enough as i, <laughs> as I knocked on the walls and shit and they're like is he in the attic what the fuck is going on how is he knocking on the walls yeah so just because the show hiding in a forest getting lost in the forest is pretty fucking conceivable when you couldn't find me in a 1200 yeah. square foot fucking house right yeah brad's not entertained over there i don't no, know what's going no. on i thought it was a good story. i wasn't even listening to you Obviously. <laughs> i could tell brad's looking off i can't tell he has one crazy eye though so i can't tell when he's looking off that's my lizard eye that's <laughs> brad does not have i'm actually eye. thinking about how how to make you guys disappear right now <laughs> just watching and waiting we don't have to disappear right now you just kill us right now we can disappear at your disposal you got plenty yeah, of time true. before yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm not this, expecting this anywhere until like this will all be erased yeah yeah, this, yeah. You know, never have happened um another did you see the case of kevin robert o'keefe no this was one and this one was in 85 and again they span quite quite a time span but um he's a guy from sacramento he went to glacier bay national park in alaska on october 8th so you can imagine it was fucking cold as balls in glacier bay on october 8th in alaska um he goes missing and um park rangers just happened upon his tent and when they got to his tent they discovered like everything was there the tent was was sitting there and it obviously had been lived in and was like constructed and everything except it was laying flat because the center pole was broken um and again, David uh, Polides said that this is a very common thing when they find tents, the center pole is broken as if some weight was pressed down on top of the pole until it bends and breaks because mm-hmm. it's still like it's deeper in the ground. We're talking but about like broken. the army pup tent, the center pole, like that'd be crazy. Those things are flexible as fuck. Yeah. 
You could jump on that shit like a well, trampoline. Fiberglass, but it, but it, apparently it's common in the data points that when they right. find a tent, the the center pole is broken. Well, yeah, because that's when I jump down on top of the tent, right, to trap you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they find the tent with the center pole broken. Um, they uh, find that his his sleeping bag is there, his big backpack is there, as well as his day pack. And he was a very experienced hiker, and he never like his family all confirmed like he never he would never leave without taking his day pack because that's got food and water and yeah. all kinds of stuff in it. He didn't go for like a night hike or something and leave the campground because he would have taken his big backpack and his sleeping bag. And again, it's one of those things you see well, the you're, missing you're person. You're assuming report. that though, like yeah, that, that's just no. You have to assume it's that. the same thing. He was a very good swimmer he was a professional swimmer and he drowned right today <laughs> right yeah like okay like but um so they start a search again they get an air search uh, tons of people they have dogs they have a helicopter looking for him um and ultimately they find there's all of his food was there. There's no blood, no sign of a struggle. They don't think it was a bear or a predator or the other food would have been eaten as well as just him. Right. Um, and again, several hundred yards away from the campsite after they had already conducted all the searches and everything, someone else happened upon um, his knit cap, his boots and his glove liners. Just the glove liners. The glove liners that keep you warm in fucking Alaska in October. His boots, his cap, and his glove liners were all found in different locations hundreds of yards away from the the camp. They were already searched, probably. That was already searched. Yeah. Yeah. That's because they fell Mm. out of the tree. Fucking weird. Afterwards. Like, again, it's, it hits the data points, et cetera. And even I was looking and I was like, okay, so these are all older. So I wanted to find something newer. And this was June 15th, 2016, right? And this one was in uh, Canada. It's in Havelock, which is in Ontario, so that Canada. just happened like last week? Yeah. Um, but uh, a woman uh, goes for a walk in the woods. Um, she was last seen by her daughter. She says that she never would leave. She would every time she would go for a hike, she always took snacks and water and a jacket, even if it wasn't cold out. And even if she was going for just a few minutes, she was gone for two weeks. Dogs couldn't find her. No fleer could find her like no infrared on the helicopter. She's just fucking gone. And then two weeks later, a couple of miles away in an area that was already searched, they found her body body and she was laying in the fetal position with no shoes on and no jacket and um, it was an area that was already searched and her body was found by people who weren't part of the search party after the search had already been concluded i'm wondering if there's something that can happen to you like you get somehow go like get disoriented or something you know what i mean like if there's some sort of human just condition. Yeah, I mean, like you, like you space you mad. Lost, well, like, yeah, like you, like you're you're a normal person, and you're always prepared. You know, you 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 go hiking frequently, whatever. But then something happens in your brain, like maybe you have a stroke or snake or, bite or something. Yeah, where where I mean, they'd probably be able to find that on an autopsy. Yeah, they but I wonder if there's yeah. something that's untraced where people just go kind of rogue. You know what I mean? They're just like, ah, oh, they strip down, they go crazy. Well, I think and, it's, uh, hypothermia or something like I think a condition of hypothermia is making you think you're hot and you start stripping your clothes off when you're actually fucking freezing. That is a symptom of hypothermia. Huh. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Because I, I mean, that well, you know, what's crazy is like a symptom of overhydration is excessive thirst. 
like the human condition's fucked up. Like it's like they <laughs> evolution fucked up on a couple of things. Like you're, you're overhydrated. You're really fucking Man, thirsty. I want to drink. It happens to marathon runners. Like when they drink too much, they overhydrate and then they become excessively thirsty and then they'll drink themselves to yeah, death. You drown. Yeah. You drown yourself. Fuck. Essentially. Um, another one that I saw and I didn't get the, the name of the park where it was a guy named Colin Finnerty, Colin Finnerty, and he was fishing in a park, um, out by himself. He called his wife, um, uh, and said he was being followed and he was scared and that he was taking all of his clothes off. <laughs> Like just calls his wife, honey, I'm being followed. I'm really scared. I'm starting to take all my clothes off. And then the call drops and she's like, what the fuck did he just say? Like what? Yeah. And then he files the, she files. He was being, he was being called by a hot ass chick. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm taking my clothes me. off. I'm just letting <laughs> you know. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm super scared. I'm nervous. Honey, I'm just being honest. Yeah. Um, his wife, uh, uh, called back. Um, after the phone dropped and the phone picked up, and again, I think it leads to your case. The phone picks up, and all she heard was was panting and heavy breathing. Yeah, see, that's what's up. She was so fucking hot. He knew he was never going home, and he just said, "Fuck it," and told her. He's like, "I think I'm being followed. Never mind. I'm fucking taking my clothes off, and I'm gonna call you back in the middle of it, and then fucking breathe." I'm gonna yeah. call you back. So the, the police, um, once they, you know, the, he goes missing. She files the missing person report um and by the time the police investigate because it's probably going to take a while before they formally are looking a lot of times it's like oh you have to wait 24 hours yeah for an adult yeah Yeah. it it takes a while i think it's 48 hours so the police finally look and then they start looking for his cell phone and they start pinging his cell phone um while he's missing to track his current position and it keeps it kept pinging in low and according to the fucking police report it would ping in a location and they would move towards that location and they would be actively pinging it again and it would ping in a completely different location like way the fuck far away like fucking with them and then they would have to go like to a completely different location and then it would ping again in a completely different like not in a straight line like and they like the police report said farther than he should have been able to travel in the time between pings because while you're having sex with girl, you don't give a fuck but right when they quit guilt kicked and he knew his fucking wife was in that search party and he was running like a motherfucker with that cell phone. <laughs> he put his phone on a drone. Yeah, it was all beep, beep, flying. beep. He just fucking... Or he chucked that shit and some animal got it, ate it, but started running around. He was uh, found dead sometime later um, with uh, no shoes. With a hard on. Like, what the fuck? No Rig- shoes. Rigor mortis boner? <laughs> Speaking of shoes, okay, so Dave and I talked about that one. What about the little kid that disappeared... And they, they never found him. And then four years later, some hikers stumbled upon a pair of shoes that are supposed to have been sitting on the side of a mountain for four fucking years. And David Pilates actually made the hike um, to the top to find the shoes. And the shoes looked like vibrant colors. Like they looked like they had just, you know, they're pretty brand new, to be honest. And they had gone through four summers, four winters, and been on the side of a fucking mountain. And his, I think his jacket was there or something, like his jacket and his shoes. But the thing was, the dad said that kid refused to tie his shoes. He was weird about it because he was a little bit special. He did not like his shoes to be tied. And they said, there's no fucking way you're making it up that hill. For one, the adults could barely make it up the hill to where it was at. Right. Because the shoes would come off because they're not tied. If you're a little kid, you're, you know, you're not going to be yeah. mindful of that. But when they found the shoes, and it, it happens like real time on this little David Pilates interview, they also found, which he didn't have, nor did the dad report to have, it was in this very obscure location that was highly inaccessible, and there was a Rubik's cube sitting there that all the well, stickers. That's somebody else was wearing his shoes. <laughs> They're four-year-old kid shoes, like yeah, yeah. They're small people. 
and they were, and they went up there to solve a Rubik's cube in a missing boy's shoes. Yeah, that seems logical. Next, <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up. I mean, move think, on from that. I mean, if you think about it, like if you're really hurting for some shoes and a jacket, and they just happen to fit, even though they're on a dead body, doesn't really matter. You just take the shoes, Peter and the jacket. His razor scooter broke, and Peter Dinklage <laughs> took the fucking got the shoes yeah. and went up the hill. And he's like, you know what? I got time to kill Rubik's cube. Yeah, yeah it all makes sense. This yeah. is all logical. And, then, and then, but the shoes were a tad bit small, and the jacket was a little bit tight. So he's like, you know what? I, these are these got to go. Okay. I'm, I'm going to wear these for four years and then yeah. get them. Yeah, yeah. Then he started peeling stickers on the Rubik's cube. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. It all <laughs> makes sense. Stickers. To me. That's I mean, a, you can't, the you, you, you the, stickers you, off. The, the issue with you, that you guys have is you're thinking about this logically. Yeah. <laughs> like you're thinking about it logically. It doesn't work that way. Logic's out the window. We're talking about Yeah. Well, no, like yeah. you said, right. I mean, you, you said when, when you're, you know, hypothermia, you, you think you're hot when you're, when you're over drinking, you know, when you're, when you're overhydrated, you right. think you're thirsty. So if you think about it logically, like, well, it's freezing cold out here. Why would he take off his jacket? Well, because maybe he was fucking freezing and he took his fucking jacket off. Like that's, that's the logic of it. It's all reverse logic. You know what I mean? So a midget coming across some shoes. I said, I said little is not, is not, is you know, not highly unlikely. That's no, I don't think we can go with. It's not highly (laughs) unlikely. I think you could say it could happen, but I don't think you could say it's not highly unlikely. No, I think that's highly unlikely. I think midgets steal shoes all the time. (laughs) What percentage of our fans are pissed right now? I think they hide in the trees and wait for kids. Probably a little little percentage. I think little person is more offensive than midget. No, I said a little percentage. Oh. Like a yeah. small percentage. Which was no, I think it's high. Yeah. Like on, a I th- gra- I think, on a graph, that it would probably be a short bar. I mean, really, I so. think I'm stumbling across something that hasn't been studied much. So you guys cannot say reasonably that that's not true. Just it hasn't been studied. You're talking about the, the case of Smallfoot. Yes. <laughs> that's, it's that's, a very, very. That's just Peter Dinklage in a Bigfoot a costume. Very important. For I want to. I want to point out that when well, da- when Dave was, laughs really hard, he just goes silent. Yeah. So yeah, if yeah. you think he wasn't laughing at some offensive <laughs> shit, he's fucking yeah. dying. Yeah, inside. he's dying inside. His shoulders just move yeah. excessively. What, he what's, make what's, any the, noise. what's the king of the midgets' name? Uh, Gary, um, uh, the famous one that supposedly died. I have uh, what the uh, fuck uh, are you uh, talking the, uh, about? He's the black dude. Um, supposedly died. Oh man. Oh man. Gary Coleman from from yeah Gary Coleman yeah he, he didn't die he wasn't a man and he's not a little person he has yes like he a, was a little he has person. Webster no, he disease was. whatever that's called yeah he's little no he had the disease that's different totally different he was like yeah. four foot tall that's totally different, different. That's just he was short. the king of the midgets <laughs> 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 Gary Coleman king of the little yeah. people you haven't seen that no, no, they no. Call him, you're like you're like the king of the midgets <laughs> <laughs> no I haven't seen that. Um, anyway, it's him. So it's just him running around taking children's clothes. You think it's all Gary Coleman? <laughs> it's Gary Coleman. So, if you ask him, he just say, "What you talking about?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why they don't know what's going on. They're like, "What you talking about?" All it all makes sense. Every time, it all makes every sense. Time, I mean, every time David Pilates. These are calls, all my data points. No, these are all my data points. David Pilates keeps calling the National Park Service, and they just keep saying, "What you talking about?" Yeah, it's, Gary Coleman has attacked. That's why he answers that. Yeah. His alibi. Right. He makes say that. that. Yeah. Right. It, they're actually giving him like a wink and a nudge. It's like yeah. we're telling you as much as we can. Yeah. We're terrified of Gary 
let us, Coleman. Yeah, he won't All let he us. can do is yeah. say, what you talking about? Yeah. You're just not picking up the clues, Mr. <laughs> Investigator Man. <laughs> As I said, he's thinking about it logically. You really have to go outside the box on this one. <laughs> right. I think I've solved this. I this think is, you might this have. made sense to me. One other uh, case, again, and it's there's always just like the fucking creepy factor. There was one case. There was a, a kid, 18 years old, um, somewhere in Minnesota, a kid named Dan Zandlin. Um, and he was uh, at a, a party in the parks and he started to leave. Um, and again, you know, he's at a party. He's probably fucking drunk or high. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can no, logically, he never you drank. can logically, you know, throw a lot of stuff like that in. But as he leaves, a friend of his was concerned and started like following him um, to catch up with him to find out where he was going because he was just fucking wandering off. Yeah. And he was drunk. She lost sight of him. Um and that's when Gary Coleman struck. That's when Gary Coleman struck. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he just said, Oh my gosh, where, uh, oh my gosh, Anna, where are you? Help. Yeah. And she like gets the other people from the party. They run to like the location that he was gone, cadaver dogs, et cetera. They ended up finding his, his, uh, body later. Same thing. They couldn't find him. He was farther away than he should have been, et cetera. Um, and the autopsies came back weird. They they said that they said that he had high levels of GHB in his system, which was a date rape drug. So I mean that explains so Cosby anger, right? Yeah. So that that explains a lot. But again, it's like the fact <laughs> is, if he had this drug in his system, like how old was he? Eighteen. Yeah. But it's like she was following him. There was nobody else out there. He was going to fuck her he, up. That's what happened. He, he drank the wrong drink. He, he says, like, where, where are you? Oh, my gosh, help. And fucking vanishes. This, like, if he took, if he got fucking hit with a, with a GHB right there, he couldn't have gone far. He would have right. collapsed. But the search party didn't find him unconscious, collapsed from the drug. They found him days later, et Well, cetera. he could have taken enough to just make him not, uh, not know what was going on. I mean, yeah, you don't, you don't but, necessarily fall asleep. But again, it's that. Brad it's that knows same, a little too much about the dosage. It's, yeah, that's right. it's the it's the same thing. It's the weirdness of it defies the search. It defies the search. Like the well, search sure. works. There's a system in place where you get the people you follow this pattern to find people or to find yeah. the corpse, and they're not found. And then they're the, found later. Well, like I said, you're thinking about conducted. it logically. Yeah. You didn't think Gary Coleman struck. <laughs> right. They're looking, they're looking like on a, on a linear plane. They're not yeah. looking in the trees. That's all it was. They climb a tree. Everybody walks by. They fall out of the tree with their socks off. Yeah. Maybe it's just a saucy predator that's like taking them and like taking all their clothes it's off. It's that I know what it is. It's the hot chick Bigfoot that knocks your socks <laughs> off. She's so hot, she <laughs> knocks your socks off. <laughs> that you call your wife and tell her. These are all very them. different cases. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They're all very different yes, cases. Yes, they are. I mean, like you're, she, you're, she's for, the bait. for one, for one, you're in the fucking woods and you're on GHB. <laughs> Like, yeah, if you're issue on, number one, yeah, issue like, number one, yeah, yes. you're probably gonna go missing. If right? we're on the woods in GHB and, and a hot chick comes to knock your socks off just so Gary Coleman can sneak up behind you, that's what's happening. It's a combination of things, yeah. right? There's a teamwork here. Team Gary work. Coleman so, I mean, and I, a hot chick live in a web of caves under Oregon that's 500,000 acres. Yeah, I mean, I guess the other logical conclusion to draw for this particular point is that the way that they're currently conducting searches just doesn't fucking work. Yeah, right. they're not they're, looking they're, in the trees. Yeah. 
they're I looking mean, on a linear plane of the ground. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, I mean, if if that's a regular thing that all these people that go missing and they've searched the area ten times and then they show up and then they show up in that area dead days later, does that just mean their search sucks? Well, or does that and, mean something? and the other thing is, you know, like Polides uh, seems to think that the search should. I mean, I, I I can't say that the search sucks when you get a fucking bloodhound that either can't find a trail yeah. or just mysteriously refuses to look for it. Yeah. That's fucking weird. No, there's there's definitely weird things that happen, but I think it's what's to expect when somebody goes missing in the fucking woods. You know what I mean? Nah, like bloodhounds are crazy, dude. Crazy. Yeah. They'll chase you down a river and up a tree. They like are, you. but are they a hundred percent accurate? Well, you know what I mean? Like what's the percentage on a bloodhound finding a person? No, that's true. I mean, that's, I, you that's don't, an we don't know that that's a factor. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're, factor. I'm not saying that they're not, I'm saying that it can happen. And then also if, if somebody wandered off lost, they could backtrack to where they were, not knowing that people are searching for them, or they went the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like there, there's no, there's, I get that, but there's, it's, but there's it's, factors but that that like doesn't said, make it as crazy as you think. But he's got instances where they searched a particular area twenty times and they find the body in that area. Yeah. And even the cadaver dogs couldn't find it. Yeah, and then a couple of days after the search is conducted, they end up finding the someone else ends up finding the dead body right where cadaver dogs yeah. were searching. And no, I'm not saying it's not weird. Yeah. I'm just saying that that it's not impossible either. No, a lot of know? these cases, it's you know, yeah, the the kid and the autopsy finds GHB in his system. Obviously he was fucking high and whatever. And the search didn't find him or, you know, but but again, I I think the thing that gets interesting with this particular case is I want to logically rule out as many of these as I can, but there's just, there's so many weirdnesses and strange coincidences and overlapping circumstances. Like you said, the weird, well, how many different ways can you go missing in the forest though? You know what I mean? And like the berries thing, you know, like if you're trying to survive and your body's on their last leg, what are you eating? You know, like that, that's the thing. Nuts and berries would be out there, you know? Like, so I, I, like I said, I'm not saying that that's not weird, but the thing about the man, you know, feeding you berries, you know what I mean? I just don't believe everything that people say. Sure. Like I, I, I put it to rest on the fact that weird shit's going to happen if you're lost in the woods. Right. I'm not going to do the normal thing that Brad would do if I was just in the woods. Like, Oh no, he would never do that. Well, have you ever been lost and and had to figure out what the fuck you're doing? Like maybe you left your clothes because you got lost and you left your fucking shoe there because you needed to be able to backtrack and know that you didn't come back that way or you did come from that way. You, you know, like shoe. you should lay some sticks uh, and fucking cross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But who's to say that that's not what happened? You know, like I don't know. Like maybe they folded their clothes up and laid them there because I don't know. Maybe they wanted to get naked and streak through the forest and know where they came from. And now they just got lost. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like the I weird, said, I mean, like the you, weird, there's going to be weird shit. There is weird. Yeah, there's definitely like, I don't know. Like the I just don't go for the Bigfoot theory, like the the fucking man carrying the kid off. You know, like that was just a dude that fucking kidnapped a kid because they weren't watching him. You know, I, yeah, I don't quite, know. quite likely some crazy I, fucking who knows? Adams wood. Who, who knows? And, yeah. Know. He needed a meal. I have like, a business. I, I, I have a business idea for you, Dave. Okay. The missing 411 cereal. <laughs> it's nuts and berries. The little it has a little bear with its paw. That's the little mascot. Like uh, what's his name, Tony the Tiger. 
and you may or may not find the prize in the box. It's just a mystery. <laughs> not every box has a prize. You may. I, I'm only in for it if if the if there's a chance that the box will have a prize in it where you already looked for a prize, but it shows. Yeah, up yeah, later. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Possibly. Like yeah. I've looked for a prize in that box, and no two prize. days later, my brother found a fucking prize. Yeah. Bowl. right where I looked. A little, yeah. a little Gary Coleman action figure in his fucking third bite. He's like, wait a minute. Yeah, instead of they're great, the bear says, "What you talking about?" Yeah, fuck yeah. Maybe forget the bear guy. Let's just have Gary Coleman smiling like, <laughs> no, or like, <laughs> or they shit out the prize, never knowing they got it. Yeah, oh, you maybe. find that's how you find it two days later. Yeah, you have it's to so dig small, through, you actually swallowed it. You have to dig through your own turds. It's the little metal monopoly. No, guy. no, it's not so small. It's it's that it was huge. And how did you shit that out? And how did it get inside yeah. of you? Like that's the mystery. <laughs> I just don't know how I can actually effectively do that. A lot of this. Well, is no, possible. no, no, no. It's small, and then the acids in your stomach make it. Grow. Oh, it's like those things you leave yeah. in a bowl of water and then and like you have to yeah and then you have to go to the oh, yeah. doctor like you have to go to the doctor and they're like hey then no there's a gary coleman in your intestines <laughs> it's blocking it's blocking everything good thing there's nuts and berries so high in fortified fiber yeah Let's you're able to push, push that, that out. out what you talk about doctor <laughs> <laughs> that's all you can think about is it going to be gary gary yeah. coleman flavored who's it going to be kellogg's or post somebody contact me my information's that's on facebook right. general it's general mills yeah. general mills yeah. oh man yeah so money, i don't know money so, making machines right here just, so yeah. thoughts on the missing 411 that's just crazy i'm pissed off you have to buy the book to find most information for fucking a lot no um oh so i should mention that actually you won't because you'll be able to do it brent style and just watch a documentary pretty soon um they actually have a a missing 411 movie preview that you can go watch for a kickstarter for the movie that they're making it actually looks very well produced yeah it looks really good it's really well done it's a documentary it's not like a like a fictional so they had a goal of a hundred thousand dollars and they have pledged one hundred and fifty seven thousand dollars so so now they're gonna have michael bay special effects yeah <laughs> they'll have the wolf berry man suit and That's shit. Right. Yeah, they'll all I have able, to say is they'll be Brent, able to afford yeah. Gary Coleman. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brent, Brent's going. Brent's going to be scared after that one. Yeah. Sure. He is. I, big, can't, I, I can't imagine that movie coming out and Bigfoot not making an appearance. Like that's what's going to throw me off. Like as soon as I see Bigfoot's fucking ugly face, I'm out. Oh, right. I'm sure they'll dabble with like, yeah. the, the idea of Bigfoot. Well, you have to because David fucking Pilates wrote a fucking book on Bigfoot. Like, right. how would you not that you you have to understand that. He's going off the assumption that fucking Bigfoot's taking the people. Like, it has to be. He wrote a fucking book on Bigfoot where they can't find Bigfoot and all of the shit about how Bigfoot's real. But it's actually and now all these missing people are there. What's happening? You know. And that's that's actually one of the critiques that I saw people have about the book. Um is that he like in all five of the books? Yeah, he doesn't mention he it. Never, yeah. He never, no, he never says what he thinks. What it is. he thinks yeah. it is. He's just collecting data and information, which right. that's very professional. And and, mm-hmm. and 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 I actually applaud that because you would think that you well, know the minute the, he says Bigfoot, it's yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, that, it's that's what I'm saying. Done. And I think he's smart enough to know that. Yeah, but I think. And and this is just my assumption that he links it together. I, I can't I can't imagine that he would write a book thinking that Bigfoot exists and here's data, but doesn't link that to missing people. Like I, I can't I I can't fathom that. I can't. I could see be. it being just completely like he was finishing research on one book. Someone gave him so. a hot tip on a new book, and he did it. I mean, the other thing is, I mean, the the I. 
from everything I've seen, like the the books are legitimate. The the like yeah, I'm the not evidence, saying they're not. Yeah. The evidence that he has is legitimate evidence. Legitimate missing person cases. Like all the stuff he's pulling is like re, it's like it's factual. You can confirm all of the shit that's in his book. Um, what you do with his conclusions on the statistics is different. I mean, he might be skewing the statistics in some way to make it look like something is more yeah. you know prominent than than it actually is. And the other thing is, I mean, at this point, he's quite obviously making a career out of it right i mean yes. he's written five books yeah. he does tons of interviews he's on radio shows. i think i he, think you're i think the mistake that a lot of people make are like i'm not saying that there aren't certain conspiracy theories that are real obviously we've seen that you know where where a conspiracy theory has turned out to be a true fucking event right. you know that's happened and but one of the one of the worst things you can do is get mingled into the conspiracy theory web and right. be and be like, oh, this guys. guy, right. yeah, th that makes all of your stuff seem not as right. legit as it was before, you right. know, like because they, it seems like, and I'm not not saying this in a bad way, but it seems like there's a lot of conspiracy theorists and people out there that just don't research enough or are so fucking biased, right? That they that they can't separate two things, sure. you know, and and that just it, it creates this horrible stigma around the the topic. And they just get pulled in. It's like, even yeah. if you start with a very rational head, all and of a you sudden, start, it's like you're now crazy, the fucking missing four one one guy, or you're the Bigfoot guy, or you're the fucking chupacabra guy. It's like, you're, I mean, eventually you're going to start buying your own bullshit, maybe, yeah. you know? And I mean that, I mean, that is a risk here, but again, I, Who knows? I think yeah. the, the initial work that he did seems legitimate enough yeah. to, to back up the weirdness of some of these claims. Yeah. And again, he doesn't say, I mean, you know, people argue that it's a fucking UFO thing or that it's, I mean, there's all well, kinds and there, of and there you go, being, you know, I mean, that's argued, yeah. but he doesn't ever make a claim about any of it. He just says, these are it's the weird facts. circumstances yeah. in which and, people and go missing. I, I think that that's, that's, um, that's a good thing about it. You know what I mean? It just gives you facts and then you can come into the conclusion that you feel right. You know, Oh, that makes sense to me. Everybody's going to draw their own conclusion and there's no way that we can sit around this table and talk about, Oh, th that didn't happen or it did happen. You know, like we weren't there. We don't know. You know, I even saw one guy online that tried to draw the conclusion that, that this is the, at first I was like, okay, no, that makes sense. But then he got a little fucking, crazy in the middle and of that's his article. usually what happens but he was talking about they the fact that in. when you look at this you can look at the instances in you know in you know back in england and in ireland like a long time ago like a lot of the missing people and the accounts that they give and the weird things that happen line up with instances where they think that like fairies or elves in the woods yeah like gotta, tricked them and did this. all this stuff and at first i was like okay you're talking about a psychological condition and now we're saying it it's elves instead of an alien or whatever. But then in the middle, it turned into, and in fact, it was elves. And I was like, okay, fucking crazy. Because, yeah. Like fucking like, Here we go. Yeah. Like at first it was all like psychologically, we see these similarities and I was like, oh no, that is, that's very valid. That's a similar yeah. circumstance. But then when he drew the conclusion that therefore the missing 411. The leprechauns elves, got him. Yeah. Maybe that's weird. You said, I was trying to say it. I couldn't break in. I was trying to get the leprechauns. I was going to say like, maybe he wants his money's made in the book. So break out with Bigfoot. Cause when I'm done with my book on light refraction, 
the physics of rainbows and the inflation of the price of gold over the history of the world, I'll finally break out with book five, Leprechaun. Leprechaun. <laughs> I was one to say it. And then Dave's like, went to Ireland. I was like, no, 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 no. My leprechaun joke. And then I was like, then I, should, I say boom, boom, boom. And this motherfucker spits out leprechaun. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's, that's fine. I got my joke in. It's all right. It wasn't that good anyway. But it's so weird that out of you all have, the hey, fucking things in the world. You have your own joke style. Yeah. It's fine. Right. Like, you find right. it that, funny. That you went to Ireland. He went to leprechauns. Meanwhile, I'm dying to make a leprechaun <laughs> joke over here. That was fucking weird. I think he set up the whole five book story. Brad infused us with the Gary Coleman small foot. Yeah, you kind of set me up for it, though, actually. My joke might have bombed worse if it hadn't been for the setup. You can't open the door for a leprechaun joke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We work well together. I don't know. Weird shit. I do do find it weird. I do want to get a copy of the book and read it because I I, I genuinely do. I want to get a copy and read it, but I'm not paying fucking 60-something dollars. I'll tell you, I'm fucking done camping. That's for fucking sure. I'm not. I'm going camping. Fucking forest. I'm going camping and walking off somewhere. Yeah. And the thing thing that I don't (laughs) Problem is, I always come back and everybody's pissed off about right, it. Like, yeah. Damn it, we found it. I thought we finally got. I'm gonna watch uh, different strokes on a portable DB- DVD player while nice. I wear a Cosby sweater. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm telling you though, fuck. like the more I think about it now, if you if you start watching that, you're gonna see some weird shit that's gonna coincide with what's yeah. happening here. I'm gonna break the center pole in my tent before yeah. I even go to sleep. That's right. Just to get uh, it over move with. on, sucker. Yeah. And, if, got and it. if fucking book six is about Gary Coleman fucking snatching up people, I'm yeah. fucking. I want my royalties. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It'll be about Bigfoot. Yeah, little foot. So break the center pole, wear a Cosby sweater, yeah. watch different strokes on a portable DVD player if you can find Well, one. how the center pole gets broke is it gets snapped off in the asshole. Ah. Just, yeah, maybe. When it get, when and make sure that when there. you do that, if you do wander off in the woods, call somebody and be like really <laughs> mysterious. Yeah. Like, be, oh, someone's out here. I'm taking my clothes off. Yeah, where what? are you? Help me. Walter. <laughs> yeah. And then just hang up. And I think be I'm like, being followed. Walter. Like, Hold on. I'm going to eat a whole oh, box of I know. Of he said his donuts. name was Gary. <laughs> This fucking, it looks like a pygmy. I don't know. And my advice for David Polides is that the reason that the book he's are not going to want our no, advice he's not going to want our advice after this. <laughs> but my advice is, if your book is selling on Amazon for sixty dollars, it's because it's only used copies. You've already written the book. You own the fucking book. You own the copyright of the content. Just fucking sell it as a fucking Amazon Kindle book and make money Damn like it. no one you're not making any money off a used book put that shit on amazon and make seven bucks a book dumbass like i don't know <laughs> fucking what's up like put it on kindle he's, he's i'll busy. buy that shit today yeah he's busy doing other books yeah he is next I'm big sure. book yep trying Got to it. find gary coleman's condition but i can't just he's so, his well he's dead now anyway yeah. Yeah. is he dead yeah well he faked his death to be in the woods <laughs> <laughs> He, pre- he pretended to have a different stroke. <laughs> that was a good one. That was. Good one. I was like, say it quick before that, Brad says some shit. Was I got a, it was one. coming on too. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one. Yeah. Oh, he ran for governor of California. I did yeah, not know that. Yeah. That's Memorial Film. He almost won. Man, they're just being politically correct. They do not want to mention that he's a tiny fucking guy. Like they're not saying what the fuck he had. <laughs> and he is one of those television stars. That they don't say. Hmm. I don't know. It says what four he four foot eight of. inches, son. Yeah, they don't say. I don't know. Yeah. Moving on. Sponsors. I want to hear Brad rap the sponsors I decided. Uh, that ain't happening. <laughs> that ain't happening. I don't know. I got a funky beat, yo. I can't nope. do that. A funky uh, beat. A funky beat that you can really uh, bug you really out to. really are white. That you can bug out to. Yeah, you're very white. <laughs> friends. <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan circa 1993? I have no idea. I don't know. No, that is from something. A funky beat I can really bug out to. Yeah. That quote is from something. I don't know. what. I, I want to say it was from a music video. Was it from... Um, uh, we haven't done this in a while. Here's, I've got the power. I got What's it. that song? Okay, Google. 
funky beat I could really bug out to. We're going to get to the bottom of this shit. For gay sex. Lloyd Lindsay Young. I have no idea who you're talking about. What does that mean? I can bug out to it. Beastie Boys? No. Okay, we're not getting to the bottom of anything. No, we're not getting to the bottom of anything. No. No. Do the sponsors. Funky beat I can bug out to. Cheeseburger. I don't know. Somebody tell us what the fuck (laughs) that was. Cheeseburger. Ritzy Ritzy Burger. (laughs) I don't know. We're taking Dave. I can't quit thinking about it. Okay, fine. I'll say the sponsors, but in the back of my mind, Funky Beat, I'm like drilling it, trying to figure out where it came from. All right. We need to thank El Yucateco Hot Sauce for making delicious hot sauce for us. I wish I had more funny stories about it. There was no cabin experience this week. I did eat it on pizza and that's it. I ate a bunch of it, but I don't have any stories for it. (laughs) I'm going to give it to you. I ate a bunch of it. It all went in my mouth. It was tasty. I'm going to give it to you. I, I gave. Oh, you gave those uh, standees to some places. Oh, yeah. They gave us some standees and I put them in restaurants and made everybody pose for it. So, and Dagny's <laughs> coffee got like on. very uncomfortable <laughs> posing. They're all, okay. I was like, smile. I directed them. I said, you're strong. You're a tiger. And they're posing and stuff. I had props. No, none of that happened. Thanks, El Yucateco. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Digital Creations for the swag. Thank you to Darkside Graphics for making t-shirts. Thank you to printdirtcheap.com, and you can go there and get your stuff for 10% off if you use code name SofaKing. You already missed two that they can get. You don't know what order off. I'm going in. You don't know. I was going you back missed, to that. You could take See, missed that's how they get their second mention. I'm doing it again. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> now they get another mention, but you made the transitions. Fuck no. No, I didn't do yeah. anything. You so just, you can, you're not doing you, it right. you can use code SofaKing at Starbucks and they won't give you a discount. They won't fucking they might. Give you anything. You, you never just know. say it. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Be like, hey, no, you guys 10% off. <laughs> just walk up and say, I would like a fucking whatever you order, macchiato, code name SofaKing. Just say that shit to the barista and see what happens. Yeah. I don't yeah. think anything works. Just tell them you want like a just tell them you want a Vente SofaKing and see what they do. Um, <laughs> that won't work out. I'm lost. I don't know where I'm at now. Who did I forget? Uh, Salt Seven. Yep. Thank you to Salt Seven. And if you haven't tried that, try it. And thank you to Dan Camarillo for not choking me, but teaching me to choke. And I fucking feel like I forgot someone now because we broke that up so much. Who am I forgetting? That what is the m- fuck is that? What the fuck? That's weird. That's the compressor for upstairs, but that's never happened in over a year that that would kick on because we're not using it. Why would it kick on? That's a good point. Yeah. Gary Coleman's in the corner waiting for us. Oh, my God. Don't be a retarded. Take your wife and 
cake, but no cake, but tie the bitch to the bed. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. Real lunatic and sick fed, and that's some sentimental shit. I just buy drip cream for my dick when I'm off that. Smearing off gym mixed with OE, I'm a hard and wet. OE was telling me no, but the Smirnoff kept telling me yes. yes. Messy make a raper, all about my caper. Throw your hands over your eyes, as your thoughts intensify, you will. No murder weapon. <laughs> That's why I 